Mix of politics, nerdcore, and sexual wellness. We got a full house today with returnee Ashley and Cameron Powell. Hello, hello. All snaps. All snaps. My name's Jerome. <laughs> no. <laughs> my name is that loud bitch. I prefer to go by my that name, my given name. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I respect women too much. Oh, okay. Cam, Cam gets a pass. He can call me Ashley. That's fine. You on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ashley that loud bitch. Don't don't respect me. I don't like it. I'm kidding. <laughs> She's like, I don't like it, but I might like it and bite your finger. Yeah. <laughs> I got some friends for you to meet. <laughs> so this one's a kind of a special episode since Kylie's not with us tonight, which is okay. She's busy kind of getting her life uh, sorted. Um, congratulations to her, by the way. She probably won't realize this until she listens to the podcast, but she just got a house. So it's always a big deal to get a house. <laughs> it's San Francisco? Oh, and Monterey. But still in California? Yeah. Girl, I am. Ooh, I'm my life choices. I've ooh. <laughs> Good for her though. Yeah, she basically just like ran some magic and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna get this house and this house is gonna happen. So I'm really like, you know, all of us are like, we still have roommates or we had to move somewhere to make sure that we can afford it. And so it's like, I'm really glad that she's the first of us to get it straight. That's amazing. Know? Good for her. Yeah, I'm proud of her. So anyway, um, let's kind of go into like our How's Our Week segment. So we just kind of asked like, hey, what are some things that you appreciate about your week? What are some things that you probably could work on better in your week? And we'll start with Jerome, aka Cameron. <laughs> oh. I did a lot this week. Um, I'm grateful that I was able to get graphics cards this week. I might actually be visiting you. I just pick up. I just picked up an Audi TT Roadster. Oh shit! Explain, but, uh, explain the gravity of that. It's expensive. <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna sell it, but um, basically, you know, I just stay hustling. You know, got to stay up. So, uh, but honestly, things I've been grateful for, just spending time with my son this week. Um, he's uh, in a preschool for my wife's job. So it's pretty funny watching him interact because he hasn't been with other kids. Yo, baby K is the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> Thank you. And he, I don't know if you saw the pictures, but he uh, got, got to see his best friend finally and it's been months. Oh, so. oh, if you, okay. If I need to cry, please tell me that story. Like sometimes we need a good cry story and anything with kids just makes me go. <laughs> right, right. Well, basically, basically it was um, his friend's birthday and he was so happy. He kept hugging her and following her around the house and stuff. And I'm just like, it was, it was cute. So I was grateful to be around and see that. Did your broveries go, we need another one. We need another one. Or is it like, nope, that's enough. That's good. This is cute. I can take that. <laughs> I think I might have one more. And then uh, I'm gonna go. Oh, you're gonna try to make another child? Oh my god! Don't get her too happy, but yeah, I think we're gonna do one more. And uh, your boy is done. I'm gonna just pass all my all my cool energy to them. I'm just gonna be that dad in the Nike Nike track suits and hat yeah. and always nice shoes. That's gonna be me for. I'm not gonna have to buy any more clothes. Nothing like I'm after that second one. I'm done. I like. I I, I told I told Liz. This is gonna be on my head most of the time. And <laughs> do rag. Oh, <laughs> He's just gonna I, be repping the Dragon Ball do rag. 
you know, I'm gonna just be picking them up from private school, my toothpick, my white beater, and my my gray sweatpants, no underwear. You know what's up? I'm just be out there. I'm be that dad at the private school. You gotta solidify the culture. They, you can't let those kids forget. Does your dad sell drugs? Like honestly, I don't know what he does. He's a house husband. He's a house husband. House husband. He keeps his hair good. He keeps comfortable. Dice his house. <laughs> oh, no. That toothpick, dental hygiene. It's important. I'm going to be so grimy looking. It's already bad. Like, I don't know if you remember, I used to cut my hair. My hair is heck long now. Like, I don't. Mm. I like how a guy thinks that's long. But still, yes, yes, your hair is very long. <laughs> For a black dude, my hair is very long. Yeah, it is pretty long. Like, he just extended that condensed ass curl. It's pretty healthy. And it didn't even, like, fall off. And he was like, it's still intact. It's right here. All right, girl, tell us how your week has been going. Well, today I have to start off with a funny story. Mm. So today I'm walking around. So just so you know, I'm in Houston, Texas, writing out this horrific event because L.A. is on literal fire. So I'm in Houston, Texas with family because they have a bigger house. We have a little boxing gym. It's a little bit it's a little bit nicer to write out during this. So I'm walking around the neighborhood and there's a little basketball court in my neighborhood. And there's like these, you know, these young kids, 15, 16, and a kid veers off from the game and comes toward me. So I'm in adult mode. I'm like, okay, maybe he needs something. Maybe he needs help. Maybe he needs a juice box. I don't know. So he starts getting a little close. I'm like, hey, you know, back off for a second. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm just like, do you need help with anything? Adult mode, you know? And he's like, I was just hoping to get your snap. And I was just like, oh. Oh. and I was just like, oh, honey, honey, I'm too old for you. And he's like, really? How old are you? And I was like, baby, I'm 31. And this, this motherfucker, this, this kid, he then, he's like, what? And then he then turns around and then runs away and <laughs> screaming. And I'm just like, <laughs> so I'm just, you know what? Thank you, mama. Thank you, mom. For giving me these beautiful genetics, I guess. Because I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm in adult mode, like this is a kid. And I'm your just, soundboard for this. Oh, like, <laughs> da, 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 da. and then, but it was just so funny to hear all the boys, just boys going, oh. And I was just like, do I look 17? He's probably just thought like it was a cute girl. I just, you know, I had all my leggings and, you know, COVID weight is all packed back there. So just like, was, I just have my leg casually out in the street. With, I'm just like, look at this hussy. <laughs> I'm practically advertising it. If you guys can't see, I'm holding my leg up oh. really badly. I used to, <laughs> I'm no longer flexible. It's been a year since I've had to be flexible uh because covid <laughs> really cuts into your dating life uh so anyway so that was the, it was just a funny story i'm just like i'm over here like this kid needs help i need to help this kid and he's over here trying to you know he's trying to help you mm -hmm. he's trying to help me and i'm just like oh my god straight to jail straight shot to jail he tried to shoot a shot he's trying to get you into jail and it's so funny as you get older and context changes because when i see him i see a child you know i see a kid i'm sure mm -hmm. if i was 16 i would have thought he was cute as heck i doubt he would have asked for my snap in high school no offense to high school me but i had he wasn't cute we animated to nothing he, he was a potato <laughs> like he was ah. you know he, he was a potato never mind but it was just like i look at him and i'm like i see a child you know and i'm like yeah. oh <laughs> but you know what at least you know what at least i don't have to go in for my yearly botox appointment who needs it? <laughs> 
cool answer. This is Other what you than get when you're like non-problematic, like the world blesses you. It's like you. She's like, yes, I use vegan only products. Bitch, stick that needle in my face. Like, this is such bullshit. <laughs> Anyways, other than that, you know, uh, my company, Odd World Inhabitants, we're releasing Games Free 2021. So I've just been hacking away at that and just working. So honestly, kind of a good week, just generally good. And then just had a great laugh today. That was, oh, and a good thing is my mama, this woman is 5'2", 110 pounds. She is cuter than me, nicer than me. This bitch goes in for a hysterectomy. I think it's a major surgery. Supposedly it's not anymore. They get a robot and go, boop, boop, boop. Your uterus is gone. Congratulations. You know, you can now fuck without a condom, even though she's 70. This woman <laughs> is up and walking the next day. And we literally have to like, so of course I was stressed. I was nervous. My mother, who I love dearly, yeah. he was going in for surgery. And it's a good call to make if uterine cancer runs in your family, which unfortunately it does. So probably around 60, I'm going to be like, take it out, take it out. Take out the cargo, you know. Yo, but, I'm even like after the last child walks out, I'm like, just take it out. Take, take it out. Don't even like twist or like singe the the the, the tubes. I lost me here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, it's kind of like if you got a, you know, your your stuff, you know. Uh, I'm I'm familiar. I'm familiar with the procedure. Except you're I can't not really, taking out a whole box. It's not. It's not my place to speak on it. There we but, go. Essentially, it was a good week because she's up and about. She's really happy and healthy, and we have to make her relax, and we get to cater to her a little bit, which she deserves. So that that's a really positive part is, like, my, my seven-year-old mom is going in. She's like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm great. And I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> Jesus. She's like a robot. So that's, that's my week. That's my week. I'm 17, and my mom's good. That's it. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if I can even top that. Like, yeah, my, my mom also had a procedure too. And it, it was for the same reasons to get to, to avoid any like cancers that were to happen mm -hmm. downstairs. And she's like, I'm not having any kids. It's not necessarily for it to be down there. And for Cameron's context, just to let you know, uterus is a little bit more beyond the vagina. So just to let you know, it's. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I know. I used to be a doctor. <laughs> But my mom had the same procedure as well so i'm familiar with it <laughs> but uh yeah but yeah no it, i think it's like one of those things like yeah if you don't want extra shit growing down there and you want to protect yourself and have a long nice life i think it's an okay procedure but it's some for some it it, it can be very like uh i don't know will that take away from my womanhood which is a valid like concern but yeah but I mean, it's like, okay, well, there's menopause and then there's cancers. And it's like, well, if I'm already done making babies, just take it out. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I, I did my due diligence. I, you know, I bled, I fought, I had hormone issues. Just take it out <laughs> at 70. I'm just like, just take it out. Like you're not using it anymore. It's like an old pair of pants. Like, oh, these don't fit no more. These don't fit no more, girl. <laughs> these give me cancer now. <laughs> um, Cam, I'm sorry, baby. I'm seeing your face. <laughs> <laughs> um i guess to brush up on my week uh my week was kind of bland i just you know did the work thing and hung out with my boyfriend which is not actually that bland it's actually a good time but uh, <laughs> but among other things like some things kind of like went into the nerdcore community that was kind of poisonous and i had to remind people basically like hey if you're in rap and you decide to ignore black problems, even though you're a rap artist, you should probably reconsider what you're doing. I saw your tweets and I wanted to be kind of like, ooh, tell me. I don't know tea. how to use Twitters. 
Weren't so you a doctor? Story, so long story short. I was too busy studying. <laughs> so long story short, someone um, in the rap and the rap uh, in the nerdcore scene, um, known like Joshua, kind of shot himself in the foot. He basically applied for a black creators program, even though he's obviously not black. And uh, after the application, he received a rejection letter. No surprise, right? But he posted it publicly on his Twitter account. And so it became like a huge outrage. Like obviously a lot of black creators underneath are like, why? Well, actually there wasn't too many black creators. It was a lot of like creators in general that were like, oh, that's too bad that you got rejected. You should try again next year. And then other people like, why would you do this? You're not black. This is not, not black. for you. You're not black. And so in his defense, he says like, I only applied to be a ha ha moment. And then if I were to get selected to call out Facebook for their algorithms, but he never indicated that after posting the rejection letter. Sounds mighty convenient. Right? How, he says this after everybody throws the pitchforks and torches over at his like, you know, his web home. Um, but it, it was kind of like one of those things where I'm watching this and I'm just like, yo, like you did something that in within not even this climate, just the climate in general, like is unacceptable. You applied for a program to take away and to be put in a spot where you're about to take away a black opportunity, an opportunity from somebody who is a black creator. And this has been the whole argument this whole time where black people are already working too goddamn hard to get to a certain place in society. And then you just wanted to have a fucking ha ha moment about it, but never addressed it in your original post. And so- Read the room, right? read the room. Like not only don't do that, but just like, we're having some pretty heavy conversations. And it's just like, Ugh. like it's already, uh, but right now it's like, Ugh. you know right. what I mean? Two right. different levels of, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so this caught my attention on Twitter and I'm like, as someone who uh, who is volunteering with Mag West and who also does publicate, like who is a kind of like a publicist, like lightweight publicist, like through through podcasts, it's like this is like not even good. Like your apology letter sucked. You didn't address the fact that like you know black people try so hard and blah 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 blah. Like you just forgot that whole thing, and so. There was a lot of like in different silo nerdcore silos that everybody was blowing up. There's a Facebook page, there's a Discord channel, like all of it. And like someone, and, and, and it was just like one of those things like, hey, like maybe if you would have apologized to the black community, it would have been better. But you're just like saying like, I'm sorry for all the people I offended. And it's like, that's not it. Cause you just all lives mattered it. So um, anyway, but what came out of it is, um, Oh, oh my, who was a nerdcore rapper, like set, not only brought attention to this whole debacle, but he also threw out a diss track, which is goes hard as fuck. Um, and then also like a lot of people are just like, I don't want to associate with this guy anymore because like he's not, it's not the one time thing that like he posts this thing and it's like, oh, whoopsie and people forgive him. It's the fact that like, this is not his first offense. And oh, so no, ew, is, yeah. Yeah. And for the reaction that the whole nerdcore community had, towards that one offense it was like the one little like topping of for him to kind of just like show his ass basically the dude sounds so stupid as fuck it's already I, been he's already been like uh automatic once or twice and been forgiven i mean i'm not really into that community i know people i know you know we know a lot of people in common yeah but like i'm not really in that community but i'm saying how much do you think you can get away with if you've already been caught up and you know like you know, 
I always say it literally costs zero dollars to say nothing. He did not have to make that tweet, and he probably been okay. Yeah, I mean it, it's not okay to it's not okay to do that in the background anyway. But why be out here showing your ass? Like I mean. I always feel like there's a bit of redemption after the first one of how you handle it. You were ignorant once. Everybody's ignorant and an asshole to some degree. I've definitely probably have said shit. Everybody in the world has said shit. But what he could have done with his position is be like, you know what? I fucked up. So here are all these amazing black creators who are undiscovered. I'm going to retweet their stuff. I'm going to support them. I'm going to give money to these charities. I'm going to give money to these programs. Here's someone that maybe deserves a bit more attention than me. So he can be like, you know what? I fucked up. So guess what? With this attention in my platform, why don't we turn it into a positive thing? And then he could have become this person that's like, you know what? <laughs> he he maybe could have become a friend of the community. He could have been someone like, okay, Cam's shaking. It's not a friend, but just like someone who, if you if you're part of a community, you need to lift it up. He could have lifted up all these young black creators and said he was like, I'm gonna be a dumbass three more times. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid it's unfortunate it sounds very unfortunate yeah all that power all that you know ugh, it's just ridiculous yeah and i think on my end like i i'm just less forgiving for anybody who chooses an art form that has been like popularized and like very uh, much sort of formed through the african-american community like so hip-hop jazz uh, commercialized you know, yeah yeah and so The thing is like he went into this and then like thought it was a haha moment and exactly what Ashley said is like he could have just been like fuck my bad here's the people that I should outline like I meant no disrespect and like he could have actually just been like the whole point was to make this into a joke about Facebook's shitty algorithms but he never addressed that he never showed any proof that Facebook gave him the offer letter to apply because of shitty algorithms. And so he's saying this verbatim to people. And, and it's, I'm like, dude, I'm still sus because I don't see the proof. You had the nerve to show the rejection letter, but you don't have any proof showing that there's the letter that told you to apply in the first place, or even just being like, Hey, here's the letter that I received to apply. Ha ha. They fucked well, up. I mean, I guess the algorithm's it. working if he got denied. <laughs> <laughs> I so. mean, but like, I think the initial thing is like, it would have been funnier if he would have just showcased the initial letter and just been like, hey, look. But it's because no it, doesn't, it's it doesn't exist. Exactly. That's what I said. So I made a funny post on Twitter saying something like, hey, are you a creator? And if you're not Black, did you politely, politely decline this application or however I phrase it on Twitter? And like, everyone just liked it and retweeted it, but there was no response. So obviously those who probably have like 10,000 followers or more, because I actually looked at the application the application process requires you to have 10,000 or more followers and that you have to be really good about marketing yourself. And I mean, none like Joshua markets himself really well. He's an anime rapper. He finds an anime, he raps about it. And he does a really good job. He also has collaborations with Smash Hit Combo. He has collaborations with, um, I think with Megaran, I can't remember what he has exactly, but he's a really good rapper and he's, he raps fast, which is his niche. Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean he has like quality, like lyrics, but like the, the, the ability to enunciate words the way that he does, it's fucking crazy. And he also does a lot of like electronic, electronic rap fusion. So all that talent and no brain. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
God doesn't give with both hands. That's why he gave him this beauty, but an extra long second toe, you know, can't make you perfect. That's too much power. <laughs> right, right. So like, and that's where I'm just kind of coming across it. And then, and then like the other thing that kind of eats me up is like, there's a lot of people who are sympathizing with it. And I'm like, no, you guys don't understand the point. It's not the fact that he comes out and says, my bad, bro. It's the fact that he says, my bad, bro. And he doesn't have any action, um, what call to action items, which again, referring back to what Ashley said was what he should have done. Um, so it, it's just like really, yeah, it's just really unfortunate. And like, again, like a lot of people who are in that community, like that community is a small community. So these are people who still work with conventions or still do video editing. And so it's like, they're all reconsidering who they really want to work with, regardless of like your clout. So that's how my week went. Cause that took all of my attention. <laughs> calling me about it too and I'm like listen I don't know and I'm like Joshua like that I met him once and he was really cool but I also understand that because of one interaction doesn't really tell me the whole story about who you are as a person mm -hmm. but yeah that's how many weeks <laughs> I do I was like heavy duty <laughs> no it's just like what I, what I love about you is like you are just truly passionate about these things and you truly try to look out for people and you do it in such a like eloquent understandable um way like oh. you're obviously you're obviously not happy but you just say it in a way where it's just like man if v was disappointed in me i jump off a cliff you know like <laughs> but you make people think of this i i love your twitter and i so like <laughs> i i am just always like ah, yeah, girl, get it, get it. <laughs> um but um no, that's something upsetting. It's just like you're part of this community and it's just like with the conversations happening and, you know, white people, come on, we really got to, we got to take some shrooms. We got to listen. We got, we got to, we got to think about some shit. And it's just like, I need this man to think about some shit before he opens up his mouth. Cause this is embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what and I to mean? Give him a little bit of that's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Give, yeah. Right. I'll give him a little bit of fluff. He did interact with me on Facebook and he tried to explain his case. And I told him like, no, listen, like this is the gravity of what you did. And I told him like per blank, like, yeah. And then he goes, I will honestly try to do better. And I'm like, okay. I'll take what you said, but I just got to see some action items after that. I'm not going to just be like, oh, he's all good. I believe guys. it once I see it. That's exactly. right. I'm going to start following this story now. I'm going to log in my Twitter <laughs> with my two followers and figure this out. You can be better figure out Twitter real fast because you got to keep up with the hot goss, man. The hot I, goss. Uh, probably logged in last time, 2017. I don't know. I, I'm too busy doing other stuff. Cam's got You're a too life. too busy being he's a dad. Got, <laughs> he's got a life. He's got a baby. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, just, I just learned the TikTok and uh, my wife has like 4,000 followers on there or something crazy. I have 10. <laughs> oh, no, baby. I don't know how to, I don't, I, I don't know how to, I just, I've never really been interested in it, like social media in general. That's good. It saves you a lot of uh, headaches. Maybe I, work in I was skeezy, Maybe I was a skeezy dude. Like I just. They don't want to get caught up with things, so I just stayed off social media. You know, Cameron does have a history of doing of being that, and that's how we bonded. <laughs> Wait, are you skeezy? Are you a skeezy person? I'm, re I'm reformed. Probably about at the age of 22. You matured. Came my ways. Yeah. You matured. Oh, 22. Oh, come on. We were all dumbasses exactly. between what? 
zero to 25. Uh, my friend, I was doing the most. I was doing the most. He would send me text messages being like, who was that girl? I'm like, you don't need to worry about her. (laughs) And he goes, no, but really, who was that girl? I'm like, no, no. And then like this girl haunted him for a little bit. I'm like, see, this is why I don't give you referrals, dude, because they're crazy. Did you ask for her (laughs) snap cam? Did you ask for her snap? Kind of sounds like that. (laughs) I have an idea. We'll all meet up after COVID's over and we'll all trade skeezy stories because I've got some in my pocket. I'm just like, ooh, baby Ashley. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, same here. I, yep. I can talk about con life. I can talk about not- I was there for some of it. <laughs> I was there for some of it. Cameron has the best story and it's just how I, I met him. But yeah, let's let's at one point we'll meet and we'll have wine <laughs> and we'll talk about it really drunk, but I'll let Cameron deliver the story so that way I can add look with- some Back to Charlie Murphy, true Hollywood stories. <laughs> on guys so um i want to talk a little bit about some not so local politics meaning that since you know ashley's in texas and my boy cameron's over in the east bay and i'm over in south bay uh i just want to keep it a little bit general so i want to touch on a little bit on the three cursed wednesdays well actually maybe two cursed wednesdays and one blessed wednesday where there was an insurrection impeachment and inauguration i don't i'm thinking that this was really too poetic for this all to happen and how it's going to outline in our history books for the kids in the future like how crazy that we went from a storm into the capital to a second impeachment and then an inauguration um so like I just want to get your guys' thoughts on like like on those scenarios like first of all I'm happy that a lot of those people are getting arrested who, who avoided or who, who um infiltrated the capital did you hear about bumble did you hear about the girls on bumble oh shut up tell me oh my god y'all y'all listen to this cam listen everybody listen so what these <laughs> girls were doing was they were setting their political preferences to conservative and they were in the area of washington dc and they were matching up with the guys who were part of the insurrection they were ratting them out to the fbi because the guys were bragging about it yeah which the capital did had some zip ties and whatever like we're gonna start a revolution yeah and uh, you know just general shenanigans was- and tomfoolery and they were ratting them out to the FBI. So I think I think it was Bumble. I think it was Bumble. But they had to take off their political preferences because girls kept using it. I was like, these girls, I it's love them. Me and stayed off social media. No, no, I know. But be thankful that these men are stupid and they're horny. And I got them in trouble and I got them in jail, hopefully. And I love that. Oh, my well, God. Imagine storming horny together into the in Capitol being like, yeah, this is the nut high. I'm going to go ahead and have the nut high on Bumble and tell all these conservative girls. Yeah. And then yeah. they get arrested later. Oh. There was a whole joke going on on um, a podcast I watched that James Charles was in the, was in the building. They said they can't prove that he wasn't. So uh, <laughs> James Charles. The I, makeup artist, the makeup gay, artist. very gay makeup artist. Like he gets up and leaves. Like, yeah, where you I, go? I can't say who, but I'll just take a little preview of what podcast was saying this. I can't see it. I can't. I'm just doing it real fast in the sweater. I can't. What it, it says? What Teddy. What does the sweater say? I see a red logo. Teddy Fresh. Teddy yes, Fresh. I, I'm not gonna say the name of the podcast, but uh, they uh. There's a whole meme going around that James Charles might have been in the building because you can't prove that he wasn't. 
I mean, maybe he took off his makeup and no one recognized him. He said, sister snatched and then stole Nancy Pelosi's uh, envelopes. <laughs> He's out here. Oh my God. Sorry, V. I just oh had to tell you that story. I just thought that was so funny. These no, it's great because you're weaponizing dating apps. And this is, you know, what's funny about dating apps? Like dating apps have totally like transformed since they came out. Like first it was like pure intentions. Like, hey, I'm, I just have trouble talking to people to like, hey, you're talking to me, but you want to talk to me further. You should, you know, my Snapchat premium. Yeah. It's like selling yourself. It's like selling your brand in a way. Yeah. yeah. I know that's pissed off a lot of guys, but also like know. there's the other side of it where it's like, you know, you're on Tinder or whatever app and like you try to connect with some dude and then they're just like one word answers. I'm like, okay, obviously this person is not very thorough here. So he's not going to be very thorough on bed. So he's a two chump pump we're not going to deal with this. And they immediately <laughs> ask for like feet pictures. And I'm like, why do you want to have a bad day? Why do you want to have pictures? a bad day? Well, pictures? well, no, Market they like this. ask, they ask <laughs> and they like, you know, they just ask these really inappropriate questions where it's like, oh my gosh, we haven't even had a drink yet. And you are going for it. I'm just like, Ugh. and I'm too old for that. I'm like, Ugh. Over here. I need hey, a little baby. Jane Austen, a little <laughs> Jane Austen, you know, let my ankle be a little tantalizing, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like uh, like like Jay said, Bob. Hey, baby, you ever have your asshole licked by cat in an overcoat? Like, I'm like, you asked me that on a third date, not on the first date, okay? Right. <laughs> right. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, the last time I was on Tinder, and I I feel so bad. I might get pitchforks and torches out my door, but I never treated those platforms seriously ever. Like, I would just get on it and be like, Hey, I'm in town. Do you want to hang out? And it's like, and I knew it wasn't for like any long-term like relationship. It was just for me to be like, hey, let's hang out and meet and whatever. Because like, I'm a social weirdo. And so I don't mind being social with strangers. Um, but then I kind of stopped doing that because a friend of mine was like, hey, stop doing that because that's how girls get killed. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. You make incels. You gotta be careful. Yeah. And I'm like, you're right. So, but like, usually I'm like pretty good with like the conversations to kind of suss it out. And so, but like, again, it doesn't matter how much I suss it out. Like I could have been like a victim, but luckily enough, like I went on one date with some boy and like, we had a good time. I got too drunk and I said, Hey, can we go to a pizza place? I got pizza. And then he's like, can we have sex? I'm like, no, I'm going to enjoy this pizza and eat and watch Black Mirror because it just came out. But thanks for the date. And I just fucking looked. And I felt so bad because practically I'm like, I was being a douchebag, but at the same time, I'm like, no, I had a good time, but I really don't want to have sex right now. I just want to eat this pizza that has macaroni and cheese well, on it. You know, Especially when you're drunk. Yeah. Like you're drunk, you got pizza. Like, you don't want to throw up on them while you're fucking them. But I'm, but I'm saying you don't owe him anything as well in that situation right. just because you guys had a good time. Right. That's true. You don't have to owe him anything. And it's just like, I think that's also maybe a genuine conversation to have where it's like, look, I'm, I'm genuinely using this just to get my rocks off. And if it's done in a respectful manner, it's like, Hey, that's awesome. I hope you find someone to have a, you know, hot, sexy night with and never it, talk it to goes, you. It goes a long way. It does. It's like, instead of just coming at me, I really appreciate the guys who just put in their bio. Look, I'm just looking for sex because there are girls who are, or, you know, whatever preference you are, there are people mm -hmm. who are looking for the same. And it's just, uh, but I kind of take it. See, I don't use it. I don't like it. It's too much window shopping for me. Um, but I have, I know two friends. It, it is. It's too much. It's too many choices. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, I can have what? And, uh, but I have two friends who got married from, from it. From <laughs> Sorry. We're like, oh shit. 
but uh, I have two friends who got married from it. So I'm like, okay, this, this can't happen. It's just not, I, I need to meet someone. I just want to meet someone, but uh, I'm glad you weren't uh, murdered. Yeah. And no, I could I'm say you're pretty Bailey intuitive. Story on Facebook. So luckily I wasn't murdered from a, a dating app. <laughs> you seem pretty intelligent, intuitive, not to insult all the women who have been hurt or anything, but it's just watch what me or cam be like murderers or something. And you never knew or something. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad you weren't murdered. I never got into online dating. By the time it sucks, Cam, it sucks. Became a became a thing. I've been in a long-term relationship for almost eight years. No, so. that's good. You're not missing anything. Yeah, I've uh, known two. Well, actually, I know I know Alyssa, but like I also knew Cameron's previous girlfriend, and they've been together for a really long time. But like after like that relationship ended, I'm like, Cameron's not the type to do online dating. He's just a floozy. He'll just find whoever gets in his zone. <laughs> I choose you. I choose. That's our whole joke. Like, man, we are the we are both our longest rebounds ever, huh? <laughs> He just got out of relationship. I just got out of relationship, and I was like, "Oh, it's just a rebound." I'm like, yeah, been there for a while. Dude, Actually, I took her from her boyfriend, but it is. Is it serious? <laughs> oh no, it's actually funny because me and her ex-boyfriend are cool. Like, he's a cool dude. I like him. Like, we're friends. No, 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 not not for her boyfriend. I'm just saying, are are you and your wife? Are y'all serious? Because y'all were just rebounds, right? Are y'all serious? I'm kidding. Oh no, you know the joke did yeah. not land. I'm so sorry. You got it. I'm sorry. I'm very literal. Um, but uh, yeah, we we got a kid. And, uh, we're engaged, and uh, we're taking. Things. We're trying to buy a house in the Bay Area. So hopefully, y'all can talk about me on here. Like, you bought a house? Like, yeah, it's in East Oakland, but I got it. We're going um, right. We're staying right. You got a guest room, right? <laughs> ooh, I'm barely gonna have a room. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at something because I like I like working on cars. So I'm looking at something that's good have that cameron is like the man of different talents like he'll tell me he gets into a new thing i'm like dude i didn't know you could do that but what, oh my god is now? he is he someone who has a hobby and he actually goes through with his hobby yes oh i love that because i can't do that <laughs> this guy has a merchandise store he can build computers and like the computers are pretty like he'll have little gifts of like anime shows i'm like dude how do you do that but hey here we are it's fucking dope he knows how to stream he'll criticize my computer setup he knows how to hustle. He's like my number one hustler, dude. He sounds awesome. But Thank you. Cam, I hope you never look at my wire setup on my computer. It's it. Yeah. <laughs> what you can get, look up cable sheets. They're cheap. I know, but that requires effort and caring. And I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So going back to some of the politics stuff. So like, obviously the insurrection was like one of those things where we're like, distracted that Wednesday but things kind of came to a nice like Disney ending where people were getting arrested and like justice was being served now the impeachment so like this is the second time that Donald Trump has gotten impeached and actually the whole impeachment process has not even been completed even though now that we have a new president so I don't know what's going on with that I don't <laughs> think it's gonna happen because I think oh, gosh excuse my uh, my politics knowledge is so bad. It gets mixed up so bad in my brain, no, but I fine. believe one part. People. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize. Like, I swear sometimes I smart, but um, I believe like definitely Democrats have voted to impeach, but it's up to the Senate. I believe I, I'm, mm. I'm mixing this all up. So unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. I don't think he's going to get truly impeached. I think they can just vote for it. I don't think it's going to happen. He's too slippery. I don't know, but I do yeah. hope he does get 
<laughs> man, I just, I just hope like he at least is, excuse me, the words, um, my brain, it's on short circuit because I try to come up with good political talkings and it didn't happen. Uh, but I do hope some actions will come to light and I hope he gets uh, punished for them, you know, appropriately. Yeah. But I don't I don't think anything's going to happen. He's too slippery. I'm just happy. We just have a boring. I'm, I've never thought I would say I'm so happy for like a boring old man in the house, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or just just I, I don't I want to be uninteresting and he's not an uninteresting man but it's just like i just don't want to have to wake up and be like oh fuck what did he tweet now you know yeah. uh, our whole last four years has really felt like an onion article like i don't think you could write something better than what was going on like as a satirical article you could not write things that are better like yeah the president started a riot in Calvin. like that seems like an onion article right like yeah. how you know just things like people are getting impeached for getting blowjobs in the office this man has done way worse <laughs> and it's like this long <laughs> like hey maybe we should maybe we should do something and that's uh, a that's a failure i want everybody uh, called out i want everybody as called Americans out. and like, you know not to get too political but that's why you don't only vote in the primaries you need to vote yep whenever yep vote no, locally just, yeah vote local those are actually the more important ones the president just signs off stuff but those laws that go go into effect you a lot of people don't vote for them because they don't know they only think oh i'll have to vote every four years nah fool it's not it yeah it's the over dramatization of but uh, it's always over four years and that's how it's always been until like media has become more saturated and available to everybody so like that's what i thought i thought every four years i have to vote and this was like my whole like perspective when i was like a teenager this was my whole perspective when I was like my first chance to vote for Obama when it was like 2000, I believe 2009. Um, I think it was 2008. 2008. Okay. So yeah. I didn't have the first round of him. I did vote for him the second round. But the thing is like, you're told in school, like the president's the most important person in the, in the universe. And you're like, okay. It's but, your senator and governor. But yeah, no one talks about the in-between years that it's important to do some research, see what measures are applicable to the community, like propositions that are happening. Like no one talks about that, and especially within like Americanized public education. So like they always brush about it and they're like presidency. And so it kind of turns into this whole like show where it's like, you know, like the Disney channel like that. So Raven was so popular. Well, there's this like election that's so popular, but no one talks about the the other things that are actually what matters and it sucks and it's homework it's homework you have to do your homework you know but i think all three of us here are perfect examples of why we have to vote <laughs> you know we got one white woman one black woman one black man i think we all we all definitely enjoy you know pat like <laughs> you know it's just like you know this we had to work for this this didn't just come to us like our ancestors really had to work for this or people before us so it's just like it's almost like a spit on the people who did all this work you know so it's just like it's homework and just realizing i have to do this this is my it's duty not that, it's not that hard 
It's not. And hey, make it a day. Make it a fucking day. I voted. Let's go have a drink. It was great. Like, I honestly think voting day should be a national holiday where it's like a celebration. Like, make it a thing, you know, make or it just a vote. Three day damn weekend. Like, it's, oh, hell yeah. it's important to sit there because I that's what I did with the last time, like the last few times I voted. Like, I sat there and I looked at, like, or actually the last time I, the last two times I voted. I sat there with my boyfriend and I said, hey, let's do some research. And like, that's what we did. We just spent the whole time like looking up stuff, looking up backgrounds of different politicians. Like if this democratic politician is actually true to what they say, like, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it, it takes a whole ass day and a half to just make sure that you're thorough. That's and all it, it takes. That's all it takes. So that's why I think it's important to like, not, not the act of voting should be a holiday, but maybe just the whole, like giving some grace to do some research about it. It, was, it would be really, really nice. So then that way people feel more empowered to actually give their genuine thoughts and do things that are best for their for them and their communities. But only the most educated and most privileged people who can take those times off are the most represented in politics. And this is why we have the skewed, the skewed house that we had for a while. And even the house is still pretty skewed. Mm-hmm. I also feel like, I mean, some people can't vote. It's hard for them. It's out of their way. I understand that. But for people who can't, you can't complain if you don't vote. You can't. Right. Like I became a California citizen so I could vote because I can't complain about California until I become a California citizen. You know, it's just like, that's my thing is like, you have to be a part of the system if you want to help fix it. So you can't complain and and then be like, and I'm like, nope, mm-mm, sit down. You didn't do shit. You're not a part of this. You know, that's right. how I feel. You can't sit with us. You can't sit with us. <laughs> we voted. We actually like did not watch anime for one day, and we actually did our homework. So we're better than you. What do you mean? Are oh, you can watch anime and research? Shoot. No, I won't. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, everyone, what everyone got like? I mean, I have four monitors. I'm pretty sure I must have got two. <laughs> we should. And then the last thing about what happened is the last Wednesday that just recently happened was the inauguration and. The funny thing about this is like it was a nice inauguration. We have Lady Gaga singing the national anthem. I guess J Lo chimed in. <laughs> J Lo upset me. Who keeps telling J Lo she can sing, man? Who keeps telling her? My grandma was out here watching the inauguration. J Lo came on. Tell me why I went to my room. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. If she's not dancing, I don't want to see J Lo. <laughs> no. I didn't even bother to see the recap. I'm like, ooh, Lady Gaga. <laughs> and like when I heard about J Lo, I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> Like, uh, have you watched the new Animaniacs at all? No. They're Mm-mm. still going? They made a new, uh, uh, a new series for Animaniacs. And it was oh, funny because they're going through the Warner Brothers lot. I'm like, yeah. So this lot is where they film Bat- Batman. Everyone's like, yay! Versus Superman. Oh, uh, that's what that uh, felt like to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's how I kind of feel about Jayla. I'm like, eh, you didn't have to really ensure your ass. If you made her think she could, well, is he Sean Combs now? But like, he made, him, he made her think she could sing. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want to deal with it. Like the last time there was like a disappointing singing moment was like when Fergie was singing oh. for like one of the, the NBA events. And I'm like, mm. I don't know. J Lo can stay can stay in the '90s. Like I don't need to see anymore. And but for you know, the Black Eyed Peas has some good songs. Like I like that uh, that one song, "Meet Me Halfway." I think Fergie did a good job on the song. I'm pretty sure it's very heavily auto tuned. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like that song. That's a catchy song. Good video. <laughs> you know what was that other one? 
Yeah, that, that was a cool song when it came out. Oh, Fergalicious. Using, yeah, yeah Fergalicious. That sampling. whole album was actually really good. Yeah, wasn't that sampling uh, Supersonic by um, We Like the Cars? That cars that go. That's the sample that was from. I can't think of the name of the really? song. Really? Now I want to yeah. like Fine. check it. I find that just because you're an entertainer does not make it synonymous with being a good singer. You know, so she may be a great, you know, vocal, whatever, spit, whatever, rapper. I don't know mm-hmm. what she does. And she may I be know. a good hype person. <laughs> no one knows what the Black Eyed Peas do. I know. And then, but she, but singing, like actual singing. No, no, ma'am. No, 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 no. <laughs> Am I right about that sample? Yeah, mm. you are. You are. The song contains samples of Supersonic by JJ Fad and Give It All You Got yeah. by Afro Rican. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good when it, I, I'm not a musician like you by trade, but I'm pretty good at recognizing samples. Oh, listen, I will sit here and tell you that's Puccini, but sometimes I will not tell you which boom bap artist did what. So you're fine. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's weird. Like a lot of uh, Sega music actually samples a lot of black musicians. A lot of people don't know that. Really? Mm-hmm. If you play Sonic 3, they finally admitted like two years ago that Michael Jackson helped out with that album. What? You would have think that would have been a great marketing point. Michael Jackson uh, not, helped out. Not in 93. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not in 93, unfortunately. I was just like, I would love to read an article about that. Like, this is who contributed to this or that. I would love that. That would be such an interesting history piece, too. Why, come on, just give people credit. What's so hard about that? Well, at the time, with all the allegations that were against Michael Jackson, with Sega being more church children i can understand why they didn't do that there's a yeah, um, yeah. there's a lot 93 of- i thought a lot of the allegations were in 2000 oh no they, they resurfaced again like it oh well with 93 i was four years old so i don't or whatever i don't know you know but Did i could really start in 93 no. yeah now i'm over here like searching shit up i'm like michael jackson allegations in 93 like let me see um sonic samples for you let me get some interesting one I know there's oh, some. It was in '93. Holy shit! I told. I, I'm, I'm weird today. about pop culture like that. I'm telling you. It was. He was sexually abusing his 13 year old son, Jordan Christopher. Oh no. Oh yeah. No, it's really too bad. Like that man is just robust of talent, and like the things that were put against him were just so. Yeah. And then same thing. Um, same thing. There was there were some allegations by Latoya Jackson, the unspoken sister of the Jacksons. God damn. Like, so for like an example, like I'm I in like Sonic Two, like the Chemical Plant Zone song is actually oh, a sample of a print is a sample of a print song. <gasps> really? Uh, Lam, Lam Slam. If you're familiar with that one. Oh my gosh. Um, we just can't be like jazz musicians and just like sample a thing and be like, oh, I improvise that because I listen to a lot of prints instead of just being like, we directly sampled this song. Uh, and then okay. it goes back, it goes back and forth. Like, you know, Thundercat sampled Sonic music. Oh, Thundercat samples a lot of shit. You know, that guy is like a bass god, but like j- jazz musicians sample things all the time. Like that's the backwards thing of it. It's like, sure, there's this big company that will sample a big popular thing, but then the other way around is like, there's there's musicians that will sample things all the time in their solos. Like, you know, for example, Super Soul Bros, all their music is all gaming music and they're sampling different melodies within the other, within other um, songs. Like, so for example, like one time I swear to God, I heard 
Robbie sampled a bunch of Mario themes within a Sonic song he was playing. So it's just, it music, you run out of so many ideas. And then also like you're, that's the place where you're supposed to express like what your influences are, but it really sucks that people get so territorial about it, you know? But also give credit where credit's due. Like, don't pretend like it's your original idea. You gotta be like straight up like, yeah. There's nothing really, there's no original ideas anymore. But yeah, I sent you I sent you guys a link. I'm be doing this all night. I'm gonna be like, click, 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 and then playing the songs and then comparing them like, cause you guys are the music people. I. I could listen to something. Oh, I like it, but I'm not going to go into detail. Be like, this is just consider, This is just Sonic. I know. Yuji Naka's a crazy dude. That's, uh, I think of the, what's the name of the producer? It's Hideki Naga, Nagamura. He did like the Jet Set Radio soundtracks and stuff like that. That guy is samples crazy because like, he's a DJ first and then he does game music. So he's a hip, he's a 90s hip hop DJ. So you'll hear a lot of weird stuff. You'll find some weird samples. You're like, you know, I never thought about it. Like, um, what is that? Bobby Brown song? Every little step I take. That, so- that, that song was sampled in Oil, Ocean, and Sonic 1. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. Sorry, I got lost in the moment. <laughs> All right. Well, going back to the inauguration, as much as like we want to tangent into this, Um, I mean... The song and the introduction of it was really nice. I really like the fact that um, Kamala Harris was escorted by the black security guard um, who really saved a lot of the people in the Senate from getting like kidnapped or ho- like and put in a hostage situation. Um, so that was dope. But I guess, I mean, aside from all the Bernie memes of looking fed up, <laughs> what are, just this is a question, like what are some things that you're hoping to look forward to as the Biden and Harris administration take office like it looks like that biden already has about 30 executive orders that he's receiving that he's reviewing and he's trying to revert reverse a lot of trumpisms um but what are you hoping that would happen from from this change well i wanted to say the same thing too like i the fact that eugene goodman escorted harris was just a really lovely part for me because what a fucking hero number one like his story about how he used himself as big because he's like look at these races they'll come for me and it's just like how noble but how sad how so sad you know and he's probably like oh crap i'm gonna be killed by a bunch of confederate idiots you know and um, as for like executive orders, because the email didn't come through and it went in by spam, I wasn't really able to really look through everything that Biden is doing this weekend. So unfortunately, I don't really, I don't want to make an opinion about anything when I'm not sure which is what 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 he's doing or what he's not doing. So I apologize. I haven't really. No, it's fine. I got it's kind of. Lo- it's a lot of things. So like, I mean, just to kind of give you a quick TLDR. I do like- hope more LGBT stuff is overturned and more like, yes, you can adopt fucking kids. Yes, you're not going to be fired based off your fucking sexuality. Like that shit drives me up the wall. It's just like, to me, here's my thing. I'm an adult. You don't tell me how to live my life. It's not even about religion. It's not even about being nice. It's more about if I want to lick pussy, I'll lick pussy. If I want to marry, you know, beautiful Stan over here and I'm Steve, fuck yeah. Like who cares? Like, it's just, it's just that nosiness and that, like, I have to feel better about myself because my husband won't fuck me anymore or whatever. So fuck gay people. I just, I can't stand that kind of hate. It's just the stupidest thing. And it's just like, you're an adult, do whatever you want. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Like that's what kills me. 
Yeah, and that's actually one of the executive orders that yeah. he's looking into. It's just better, better job, job protections against, or not against, mm-hmm. for, better job protections for the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that way, like again, they're not getting discriminated against at work because they're trans or bi or gay, even though it's no one's business um, what their sexuality is really, because they go home to to do what their personal lives have to do with that. It's not really asserted in the workplace unless someone is being- Your work should or- not have any control over you outside your life. I don't care like right. what you do. If you work at a bank, be a meme like Brittany Broski. <laughs> you know, she uh, she's that girl with like the kombucha meme <laughs> because yes. she worked at a bank and they were just like, do you want to be a meme or do you want to work at a bank? And it's like, girl, when people go home, get the fuck out of their business. It's not right. your business. Like it's, right. it's, it's just, that drives me crazy. Like, people have lives kiss my ass <laughs> it's just I'm my really job is not me. my total identity my it's job not. is to pay my bills to pay my rent but it's not gonna police my identity outside of here That's like I love I love my job but I'm still a contractor so technically I can go do a bunch of other things and if they have a problem they'll talk to me but I'm an independent person you know so it's just like don't get in my business you know it's fine I mean, unless I start being a real big asshole, then okay, <laughs> I understand that. If yeah, I start if, going off the deep end. <laughs> if there's like, you're not doing your work, what's going on? <laughs> and then I'm just like, I'm over heat. I don't know. I, I don't, I can't even think of a problematic thing to think of right now. And I'm like on a panty raid or something collecting panties. I don't know Then yeah. Okay. I could see them fire me for that, but it's just like, it just leave people alone. I just, mm-hmm. ugh, ugh. Cameron, what about you, dude? Well, kind of on Friday, I kind of told you uh, some of my political views and my uh, my hopes, my dreams, and my aspirations. But uh, um, just any, just I'm just looking forward to having confident and a confident adult in the White House because that's a representation of us to the world, and we look like fucking assholes now. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, we just look like a bunch of dumb idiots. Like, I had Canadian friends, like, message me on the regular being like, what's going on down there? I will, I will say this for America really quick. We're still very young. Not saying what happened is excusing anything, but I think we got a little bit to go before all our kinks are ironed out if that will ever happen Mm -hmm. you know I can't think of one country even if it's thousands of years old is perfect you know but hopefully we can still take this relatively young country and try to guide it in a direction while we still can that isn't full of bloodshed and hate and it's more like okay this isn't okay we're to it's 2021 what the fuck are we doing so it's just like it's embarrassing but it's like what country hasn't had these gross horrible well, things i mean tech technic like well not technically like statistically most societies fall apart in 250 years and we're really coming up on that oh well okay bye uh, y'all it was nice to know y'all <laughs> well this is how we how 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 we know it but it's it's not just it's, it doesn't just start with this changing administrations and moving on like inherit inherently our system is broken like I was having a conversation with somebody and they didn't know, I mean, they knew it existed, but they didn't know that there were people out here renting houses or people out here, you know, being poor. Oh yeah. And, and 
you know, I was asked the question, do you want to remain poor? I'm like, I, I don't think you can say that to anybody. No one wants to remain poor. It's just that people are put in environments and not necessarily even the same opportunities and tools to help better themselves. Like myself, I don't necessarily come from upper middle class rich, but I'm trying to break a cycle, you know, things that I'm told that, you know, growing up, I was never um, encouraged or told to do. Um, I try to break those kind of cycles. Like, don't get me wrong, my family loves and supports me, but, you know, I didn't know about banks. I didn't know about credit. I barely knew how to do college. You know, literally all I knew how to do was hustling. That was literally my life, like for my late teen years, early 20s. Yeah. And if you don't mind that I add, like, I think that also comes a lot from like the systematic things that are, that are not informed with the poor community or communities that are disadvantaged. Um, because like, you can't, like, I didn't know anything about credit. I just knew like, don't ever get a credit card or like, I didn't know anything about college. I was just told you have to get there, but like everybody in my immediate community has never been in college. So it's like, is college kind of just like the next step for me to get into heaven, which is a joke because my family was also very Christian. So it was like one of those weird things where it's like, there's so much knowledge that's not being put in those communities on purpose to sustain ignorance for better manipulation, I feel like. And so like, obviously like we're both products of transcending past that, right? Like, and we're trying to break through it, um, but it's still really hard because we're still working extra hard to figure out a language with credit, with trying to get a mortgage, with trying to do like financing with like things like a car. Um, and we're still trying to figure out the language by just like, you know, running right into it and hoping for the best and making sure that we're being very thorough when it comes to reading contracts. Like it's, it's a whole headache, but it's, it's worth, important. Yeah, it's definitely important. Um, if it yeah. helps, I come <laughs> from a middle-class white family. I still, like it took me to 25, 26 years to really understand credit and interest and be like, what's this? And dad will be like, baby, I'll take care of it. And I'm like, thanks, daddy. Well, shit. And then uh, it also, uh, I, I finally started paying my own taxes because I'm contractor and boy, does that whip you up fast. Yes. Like, it's almost like you need experiences. I don't think anybody really, I almost feel like schools instead of learning certain things you need a how to adult class like this is taxes this is credit this is interest this is mortgage because i honestly think a majority of people no matter where you come from because parents sometimes want to take care of things and sometimes they don't want to talk about it and sometimes even they don't understand it i kind of feel like we all kind of have to be like shit it's only when we have to deal with it do we learn but me that was just me being stupid and spoiled <laughs> it's like okay daddy you take care of it you know, and that's definitely a thing that I think also goes into millennialisms mm -hmm. is that we were always told that that I'll take care of it up until the point that when we need to take care of it yeah that it's like no, you're no. on your own you're on your own it's like wait how do I do this where the fuck is my tutorial <laughs> where's the YouTube where's the YouTube what do well you luckily mean, I have YouTube I learned I've learned a lot of things off YouTube um luckily actually my uncle stays out by you in San Antonio he taught me how to do taxes and um, he sells property out there. He's uh, OU, so he's a sooner, but you know, <laughs> sooner. yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not Longhorn fans, but that's okay. Like, um, 
you know, my uncles taught me things like that. My uh, grandfather's mil military career is in North Carolina. His hospital is actually the first one to get um, the vaccines that were being rolled out. Good, good. Um, but, you know, actually talking about those vaccines and what we're talking about with systematic issues, another thing I was explaining to this person was like, they were like, why? I'm talking to someone and they don't want to get the vaccine and they have all these conspiracy theories. And I'm not condoning not getting the vaccine, but being a minority and coming from poor neighborhoods, I can understand the distrust that comes from that. Mm -hmm. Especially like, I don't know if you're familiar with like the, the Tuskegee Airmen. Yep, yep. Different experiments and, you know, World War II testing on- Yeah, it's know, horrible. And stuff. It's like, awful. All the stuff's horrible. And I, I really feel like in a digital age, it makes it harder for people to get out of those cycles because the algorithms kind of focus you, kind of put you in a fishbowl because mm -hmm. you you always end up with like-minded people, unfortunately. So you end up becoming a crab in a barrel. Right. And I feel like a lot of these social media websites could be used for good, but it's not it's it's, it's not necessarily people. It's a computer. Us being on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. It's not us dealing with a person. It's us dealing with a computer. Yeah. Thousands, hundreds of thousands of computer that there's basically an avatar, you know, there's an avatar of us. There's a good documentary about this um, on Netflix, actually. I think it's called this social experiment or something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so basically I like to um, have friends on my social media that I actually use. That have that have diverse backgrounds, so I don't end up just in an algorithm where I'm just talking mm -hmm. to like-minded people. Because when you're just around like-minded people, it really closes your worldview. You know, some you know to an extent. I mean, some people can just be assets and I can get rid of them. But you know, but yeah, that's basically what I was saying. I was getting so passionate into it, and you froze. I know. I feel so you, awkward you had, you I know. got into the next thing. And it was like really good. <laughs> well, if it, it, you know what I tell people. So sometimes like I, I stream once in a while and I get, you get some weird commentary about SJWs and trans and stuff, not knowing that I am totally an ally. And I'm just like, it, I have to ask them this question. Cause we were talking about the whole cyberpunk thing. This was back in March, like mm -hmm. 2020. And someone was just like, oh, you can do genitals or change your genitals and like the trans people. And I'm like, do you know a trans person? And they're like, no. And I'm like, get to know a trans person or a gay person because they're just like you and me. They like to eat. They love their family. They want a house or they want roof over their head. They're, like people are like, very. They just like having sex different than you, bro. It, or, or, and if you're not, if you're not the one having sex with you, with them, what is it your problem? Or it's even just like, they just, you know what, out of the billions of people, they're a little bit different and they're trying to find their path. And that's totally fine because I know I'm a girl. I would be, I would feel awful if I was in a guy's body. I'd be like, oh, this sucks. Where are my boobs? <laughs> you know? And it, it's just like, get to know these people. Like, just don't put them in a corner. Like if you have a problem with black people, get to know a black person. Most likely they're going to end up being actually a pretty good fucking friend. If you have a problem with Asian people, white people, Hispanics, um, gays, it's just like, get out 
of your box because it's so harmful. And it's just like the, the things that this horrible group MAGA wants, that's my nightmare. It's like how boring, everybody looking the same, everybody acting the same, everybody being the same, stifled, unhappy. Like everybody- gotta eat straight. potatoes now. That's all we get, no season, just straight potatoes. No, give me my sour cream. <laughs> give my bacon and sour cream. Give, give me my cheese and shrimp grits, motherfucker. Do not take that away from me. Oh, but it's gosh. just like, it. I just really, and I kind of almost feel bad for these people. And I just kind of be like, wait, without any hate, do you talk to anybody that's not like you? And they don't. And it's just like, oh God, you are so boring. <laughs> it is true baby they're scared they're gonna realize just how horrible their worldview is and they you know stuff themselves in it because i know not everybody can afford to go travel that's a very um that's a very privileged thing to say well just go to another country not everybody can do that but you can go to local shops and you can get out of your comfort zone you could start there you know true yeah so just, just ask how someone's doing like, yeah. you know, that's always the best way to go about it. Like, you know, like using your shopping analogy, like if you're working, if you're just talking to a cashier, how, just how are you? Ask, how are you doing? And you might not get a, a huge response and that's fine, but just the effort is there. Cause you might want to get a heavy response. Um, like sometimes I, I have conversations with cashiers that are, we're joking around about the same thing. Or one time I connected with a cashier because she was just blowing balloons for me and she goes well who is this for and then we just had this really comical conversation but again not every interaction is going to blossom like that but it, it just starts with how are you doing or how to connect or just finding yeah. something in common to connect with or just emphasizing or telling a little bit more about the request you're making and then you might have a more thorough conversation and we um, all have something to connect on it's it's not that hard you know it's just like we're human we're all weird it's okay you know it's a really nice application for you to meet people meet up okay i i never used meet up but i heard meet up exists you're about to say tinder i legit <laughs> thought you're about to be like guys yeah, tinder have you heard about it you can meet anybody you want window shop fire. window oh. shop find a friend oh you want one in this color you want one this thing oh find them you could order it right now on tinder.com oh my god oh my gosh <laughs> window shop babies window shopping <laughs> all right well um one thing i am actually looking forward to hopefully with this administration is i hope there is a little bit more of a push with the student loan debt oh god yes yes um and i say this as somebody who and i'm sure you guys can relate to has started college and then I completed my bachelor's. Um, but I speak also for those who started college and couldn't complete it. And I also speak for those who are just intimidated with going to school because they don't know how to pay off the 60 grand of debt that they may accumulate it. Cause who it's knows if much. that's even the job that they even want at the end. Yeah. So I know at first the rumors were about 50 grand of forgiveness and now it's been whittled down to 10 grand. And I want to write so many letters onto buff it back up to 50 grand, you know, but I did hear a little bit of hope. I mean, he's, I heard that he's trying to do a little bit more than 10 grand, but I also heard that, um, that he's also trying to make medical students or future medical students go to school for free because it's such a long-term commitment. So it is. I'm hearing all of these rumors, but I'm waiting for the action, you know, so then that way people can have a little bit of hope when it comes to higher education. Cause with education or with um, medical stuff, that only that you have to have your bachelor's in something, but then you got to go to medical school and then you have to be in a residency. And it's like a lot of gears of just like, is this even worth it? So it's just, 
it's really really hard and the same thing with being a teacher it's like you go to get your bachelor's and you have to get credentialed and then you get tested for that credential it's just a lot of years of like this isn't even like worth the money for me to be, do all this so I'm hoping you know just vouching for not the indec indecisive people but for those who are tr really trying to find a path and then they get discouraged but then they have like this consequence of a bunch of money and also the people who are succeeding in that area where it's like oh I'm still being like punished because I went to school yeah. and this is what I was told to do I was yeah. told to go to school not to be punished with a bunch schools of money. for fools yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the whole the whole thing is now is like school's a scam because now a lot of things that you can learn is like if it's a trade you learn on YouTube if it's something that you really want to get in depth about you can learn on YouTube so it's I don't know. I'm just hoping YouTube like, is our school now. YouTube yeah, is the school. YouTube That's the answer. The I just feel so bad where you can't drink at 18, but you can sign away a hundred thousand, a hundred and twenty, two hundred thousand dollars. Mm -hmm. Even my mother, she's seven, my mother and father, they're like, That's financial rape because they went to college in the 60s. Like they're 70, they went to LSU Go Tigers. But um, it's just like they were they're able to have a home in like, like, of course they had to pay it off, but it wasn't to what our extent. And they're shocked. They're just shocked. And it's just, if an older generation or part of the older generation, because a lot of the older generation is like, just do this. It's like, it's, it's not, it's not applicable. It's yeah. not that simple. And um, because I have a friend and actually we dated in college and he went to Guildhall at S he went to Guildhall SMU in Dallas and that was expensive and it'll be 40 and he works at Riot Games he's a high level character designer he got his dream but he's gonna not his debt is gonna last until 40 by then he's probably gonna want to be married and have kids and that's expensive and it's just like people can't blossom with an ankle taking them down to the bottom of the ocean it's hard to do things when you're drowning you know <laughs> so I just feel for you know, for people who took on large loans like that, thinking, oh my God, this is my dream. And it was, but was it worth that much in debt? I don't know. But I don't want to ask him because that's a rude question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a loaded question. Like, yeah, man, don't you feel bad that you spent all that money? Don't you wish you were a stripper instead? You know, he's short. Like the question I got. He's agile. Do you like being poor? Like, you know, like. Do you like being poor? And he yeah. makes good money, but it's just like, he can't buy a house. It's going to go to loans. You know, he yeah. can't get a new car. It can't, he can't like, it's just so stupid. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's an ankle. It, it's an ankle. It's an anchor and it's a weight. And it's just, you know what guys, it just sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm one of those who is like, I, I went to school. I was influenced to take a path because, you know, you're in your early twenties and you're easily impressionable. And then now I'm just like, I don't regret my path, but it's like, this isn't the path that's going to make me the money. And then also, you know, all the implications that, that come with that path and where it's like, okay, not only that I'm facing, like trying to find a career out of this, but I'm also facing all the systemic oppression that comes with it. And so it's just, it's really hard. And now I'm just like, is it even worth all these challenges for the compensation that I'm going to receive, I'm still paying off loans. And so now I'm like having a hard time of like, well, maybe I should take a left turn. I'm going to do something else, you know? And I mean, I don't want to reveal quite yet. So I don't want to like jinx it. But the thing is like, now I'm interested in doing something else and I have the mental capacity to do it, but I'm so intimidated by the amount of money I'm going to have to take out again. Meanwhile, trying and it just adds on ads and ads and ads. It's like people change careers. You change your mind, you change interests, but yeah, 
and people yeah. have multiple identities through their lifetime like you know Cameron I know I tease you about it but you've done so many different things with your life already that it's like you can't and it goes back to the whole identifying with your career you're not going to be identified as your career when you get home or when you're out on the streets or if you're even like trying to do something fun on vacation like sometimes your career has nothing to do with your identity so it's kind of also one of those things like we're in an era where like now we're we're kind of disassociated with what we do at work because we understand that work is to help us pay all the bills but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily apply to like what we do for fun like being a teacher and playing video games not really synonymous if that's the word i'm looking for with each other but people do that or like me going to anime conventions is that really associated with me being a jazz musician not really but i'm allowed to have these agencies yeah so- and i'm in video games but i love beauty and skincare you right. know and that's not really something you know, that you really put together, you know, check out this Minecraft lipstick, like, (laughs) you know, and, and I I have a very feminine artsy side that likes to, uh, and then I like to cuss people out on battlefield. Like, you know, it's like, uh. (laughs) well-rounded, well-rounded, well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. People can be well-rounded and that's fine. But also like we need to promote that more where it's like your career doesn't necessarily have to be your identity and this is where I get all fucked up because now I'm like okay I'm ready to study something new but now I'm like plagued by all these loans so I'm hoping the loan forgiveness happens because I don't think it's fair for anybody to be penalized monetarily just for trying to make their life better like I'd go honestly I'd probably finish up um getting my math my master's if that's if that comes into fruition I, I might go do it right I just, but I just, I'm like, man, I don't got an extra 120 grand to just drop. I mean, I probably could do it if I tried hard enough, but why, at the end of the day, it, it, for me personally, I'm not saying this for any viewers, I'm not saying this for y'all, the end of the day in the career that I do is more of what you know, not really a degree. And I, you know, fortunately I've been blessed to have enough work experience where I can kind of jump into whatever I want to do. Like I originally went to school for sociology, which I wish I would have told you it was a no offense to sociologists out there, but it is a bullshit degree. Oh. The only thing you can do with a sociology degree is teach other people how to be sociologists. That's it. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole roundabout with being doing music too. It's like, yeah, you can do all these gigs and all that stuff, but in the end, you're going to be teaching someone how to play that instrument. Um, but yeah, like that's just how I feel. And I hope, I hope the forgiveness is actually happening because there's not a lot of people who are over the age of 40 who have their who have their student loans or even have the the implication of having any loans to pay off or anybody who's in their 80s or like you know I went to college for 10 cents you know and I know that's exaggeration but no one's experiencing that yeah because it was probably five cents that is an exaggeration (laughs) you guys are painting the past in a better light it was actually 25 cents get your facts right oh my god (laughs) fake news it cost a nickel on a song and I got my bachelor's degree like I paid off my Camaro by working for a summer at Joe's Crab Shack or hamburgers or whatever. That is not what happens now. Not I what happens. I had to mow 10 lawns for 10 days to get Ugh. this nice butte. <laughs> like, even if I, like, even if you look back and you look at inflation rates, it's still significantly cheaper than what we're doing now. Like, if you get a chance, let's go look at inflation rates from, let's say, from the 1940s till now that's primarily that's the type of people that are still alive so about yeah. 70 to 80. look at like the 1940 like actually after world war ii just look like after 1945 until now and just see how the inflation rate has changed 
per decade. Mm-hmm. It, it's some interesting shit. So yeah. whenever someone tells me like, oh, you know, you should be doing better. I did this month your age. I'm like, what year are you born? And I will bring up the facts. I'm like, look at this inflation rate. <laughs> he has a clipboard ready. Here's the PowerPoint right here on the grade screen. <laughs> Yeah. Like one electronic version? I got your electronic version. Now nah, you probably don't know how to use that, right? Because you're just in the 60s. So I was like, I mean, yeah, here, I'll mail it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, moving along. So um, let's go ahead and get into our nerdy and dirty segment, which is actually our sexual wellness segment of this podcast. So mm. I wanted to find something that we can all probably get into. So my biggest question is, how to be mindful and comfortable while doing things with a new person. And what I mean is by doing things is I mean having sex with somebody for the first time. And I'm not talking about virginity. I'm just talking about with a new person. I haven't had sex in a year, so I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to speak on this. <laughs> you don't I... have to name names, just some things that you do where you're like, okay, this is obviously both of, awkward for both of us. I really don't know what your body looks like underneath those clothes until it happens. So how do I not make it awkward? Well, I don't know. Shit, I'm here already. <laughs> I, I always find that humor and communication is key, you know, and a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, uh, just us relaxed. And if it, I, I, I'm trying to only sleep with people that I have a really good chemistry with, you know, I dutter my days in my twenties. I was like, you're hot. You'll do. It's fine. But if you can't, communicate and talk and even I men have insecurities too you know they have insecurities so I have dated men um I forgot the technical term for it but they had uh breasts you know I forgot the term well there's a term for it they're not like full breasts but that they have a little bit of something right there moobs is a ruder term I got some my son was trying to laugh no but this is like a medical (laughs) Cam, this is like a medical thing. This isn't because you had too many Krispy Kreme donuts in two weeks, okay? This is like a medical thing. And it's just like, I, if they want to talk about it, they talk about it. If not, it's not a concern. They're a part of someone I really enjoy and really like. And hey, you know what? If I, if you need to borrow a bra, I'm sure I'm your size. It's fine. I'm also petite. And, and, but it's just like, maybe not focusing on things that may not be socially beautiful, but when it's a part of them, it's beautiful, you know, and, uh, they can bring it up. And, uh, I've had one guy be like, oh, this is just who I am. And I'm like, that's fine. You know, and, uh, confidence, I guess, goes a long way. Cause if he was like bashful, like, don't look at me that I'd be like, okay, wait a minute. I'm no, I don't know if I want to be a part of this Jade Austin rendition of male titties or something. Uh, (laughs) But uh, so I just think confidence, communication, respect, because they're not going to nobody. They're not they're not going to look like Chris Hemsworth. I'm not going to look like, you know, whoever is the hot ticket today. So it's just I don't know. I don't know. Let's just be horny and have fun. But that's that's how I go through any awkward situations is is there is there something that crosses your limit? Is there something that crosses my limit? Not really, honestly. Um, and also I, I think what we don't discuss enough as, and I think it's becoming discussed more is men aren't really told they're beautiful. Men aren't really told they're handsome. Men aren't really told, Hey, like this feels wonderful. This is great. (laughs) Cam, were you wiping away tears? (laughs) He was, he was. 
and it's just it, and it's just like i i think we could do a bit more of that like you don't have to look like fucking thor you know i mean you I, you could look like both thors i don't care both I mean, look you cuddly. don't have to look like thor and also have a hammer i mean it's like you don't have to and if you have personal preferences that's fine some men like bigger breasts some women like certain size penises and that's just something that's just like ah oh, this is integral to my pleasure it's like okay but uh still try to work around it but if you can't i get it uh um but it's just like men aren't really told like you're fine you got a bit of chub you're fine um you're you're underweight it's fine like it's it because i don't know like i and i i've definitely dated men where i just tell them you're so wonderful you're so and they're like no one tells me that and i'm like what no one has told you like you're, you're just over here by their chest motherfucker you cute <laughs> not by their chest <laughs> <laughs> Like you're fucking cute. Kawaii. You're kawaii cute. as fuck. Now you better lick the spoon until I'm cross-eyed, bitch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> but it's it, and that's what I try to do is I try to be a very supportive, uh, you know, happy partner. And that that's what I try. And just I think once men realize or my guys feel like they're in a safe space, then they relax and we have a lot of fun and you know, ha la la la. But I haven't had that in a year, so like I said, I forgot. But those are where does so it go sure. again? Does it go where you pee? I don't know. Pee stored in the balls. Yep. Pee stored in the balls. All that. Wait, can it's not? <laughs> Here's a map to my web. Because <laughs> I'm a pretty confident person. I'm okay, but it's just not everybody's like that. And if a guy's willing to hang out with me, okay, yeah, you're you're okay. You signed up for the ride. Let's go. Uh, but for the most part, I try to at least be like a giver as well. It's just, you know, I yeah. just, men don't get enough of that. So I try to support them. Mm-hmm. Feel well, good about yourself. I guess in my case, um, it's been a while. Not, 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 not having, you know, I, I had sex like a day ago, but I'm just like, <laughs> it's not but like with a new person it's been a while but i feel like just you know being transparent with your intentions straightforward mm-hmm. instead of being fucking skeezy i mean it can't it, i guess it depends because like how would i say this without sounding weird like if a handsome guy is being skeezy it's usually social acceptable when uh. an only guy is being skeezy it seems people take it creepy and i'm talking more from mm-hmm. like me and veronica like going to admin and she knows exactly what i'm talking about mm-hmm. yeah it takes a while for the shit to catch up to the handsome guy the ugly guy yeah. it'll hit back in the face immediately like balls to the face yeah but i i feel like it's better to be transparent if that's what you want to do even if, if it's just a casual if it's a casual thing like um uh like like i said i I haven't dated long time, but that's a um, good message. Transparency, communication—that seems to be the general consensus. And then, like you said, confidence—I feel is very important. You know, luckily I've been blessed enough to people tell me I look like most deaf or Ray Allen, so it's okay. Like, I, yeah, that's true. Well, so, today I looked like a seventeen-year-old. So who's really winning here, Cam? <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't get I, I get sad when I don't get carded anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um is it I that mustache? Is it that mustache camera? This is all I this is all I can grow. If you if you shave it, I'm sure they'll be like a uh, young man. 
why the hell are you buying that good old scotch? <laughs> like I'm buying, you know, I'm buying Johnny Walker blue. Like obviously I'm not a kid. Like what? what? I'm not reaching for the Jack Daniels. I'm reaching for the yeah. good shit. Not what Taka or like some E&J. Like I'm, if I was getting like that or uh, some MD 2020, yeah, I'd card me. But I'm just like, I'm buying a $200 bottle of liquor. Why? <laughs> anyway, I just think being confident, being transparent, being yourself is the best way to go. Um, and, you know, it's like, a, it's like the, you watch Boondocks? I love Boondocks. I fucking it's love Boondocks. It's like that episode of um, the episode Crazy Kung Fu Killer Wolfish. In the beginning of the episode when Granddad has the date and, you know, he starts being rude. And then she's like, you ain't no Denzel. You know, like, like it, it, just be nice, you know, just be nice and be, be earnest. Don't be a pushover, but, you know, be nice, be straightforward, be earnest. Don't be creepy. Don't forget to be awesome. Like that's basically it. I also and feel it, like when you act that way, you also um, scare off the creeps because the creeps are people who want problematic people or they want to have drama in their life. And when you're to them, if they think you're boring, then they won't mess with you. It's like, oh God, I saved myself a fucking headache and three boxes of booze or something, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's been such a long time. I, 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 you know what? You did so good. You landed a great one. Yeah, that's it. That's what that's what your method led to a happy, happy wife, happy life, you know, and you have a baby like that. That did well. (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, some people I've been with and I'm just saying like a lot of them doing the same things. I'm like, I don't know when they're going to learn. I don't know when they're going to learn. I'm like, you know, it might have been cute in your 20s, but, you know, Mm -hmm. It, you know, in your thirties, maybe not so much. In your forties, maybe not so much. No stuff. Shit, I did in my twenties. I'm like, I will never do again. Like, and like, I'm, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. judging anyone. If that's what they want. If that's what they want to do. But you can't, like, like you said, like with the voting, you can't, you can't complain if they're not trying to make changes. You know. Yeah. And and I mean that. I mean that was like personal growth too. If you're not trying to, if you're if you're 30 out here getting caught by the police having sex in the car, like you should really start reevaluating oh, that's a good night out man that's a good night out you and hubby or you and wife are like finally let's get the <laughs> fuck out of here and you're just like officer i'm sorry i just needed sub immediately like i, <laughs> I, just like, I know you're my home right now but we need a housewife we need a place <laughs> yeah yeah like but uh, I, I, i'm just saying it's just like I, I don't know like you've known me for a long time veronica like my mindset is hella different from what it was when I was younger. I mean, we can all say that. Like, if you guys yeah. don't mind that, I chime in about my my answers to this question. Um, a lot of my tips are actually the opposite of what I used to do, and I used to be a little rude. Um, and I want to bring this back as a as an act of like, okay, I know that there's been scenarios where I've been really really rude to to those who I've been doing things with, and it's just because of like the expectation. And I also kind of had like big girl syndrome, meaning like, all right, if they're confident enough to, to, if they're confident, fuck you, Cameron. <laughs> something in the chat and I hate you so much. Um, but, 
Uh, there's been a couple times where like I engaged with some guys and like they would do things that were kind of mediocre and I just really thought like oh you're only doing this because you don't have to try so hard because you're you're having sex with a girl who's who's like very plus size and so um so I was a little bit bitter about it I like that shit yeah but like I guess to kind of like just talk about from experience and stuff it's like yeah communication's key um and body language is also very key. So like you gotta be very kind of straightforward um, with your communication when it comes to like, you know, doing stuff with someone for the first time. Um, Cause like, you know, like it can be really awkward to get to that step. It's like you walk through a door, it's like now here's another door and I don't have to unlock it, but where's the key? So it's just making sure like where everyone is on the same page, um, whether if it's like kind of showcasing body language that obviously shows that. Because sometimes just like being too standoffish or too shy, whether if it's like the man and a man being too shy or the woman being too shy, or even if it's like a gay encounter or whatever, um, having obvious body language to showcase that you're interested in doing stuff is, is very key because like sometimes the words won't match with the body language. And I think that's really important. Um, and then also like, I really like Ashley's thing. It's just like making sure like, I think the taking slow approach at, at the beginning is really good because then that person doesn't feel like threatened by the energy, whoever is receiving it, um, unless that's the, the type of sex that's happening where it's like really aggressive and drunk, then whatever. But um, if it's somebody that you're trying to have like a long-term thing with, it's just making sure like you're being very gentle and then like trying to test some areas and then hearing how they respond. Like it's really important to like kind of read the room essentially. Um, Give them that thug and love. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then the last thing is like, just make sure like, you know, having compliments or calling somebody like, you know, just like beautiful or like you had a nice time. Like that was my biggest mistake is like, like I said, I wasn't very nice when I started doing things. I had expectations and if they weren't meeting them, I'm just like, just leave, get out. And <laughs> so I wasn't very nice. Um, and I, those are some of my smaller. She made a dude cry, man. I was the same. I was the same. I was kind of a see you next Tuesday. Phone. I was like, man, it's okay. I was a C next Tuesday, girl. Man, you a little bitch. <laughs> Get yourself together, man. <laughs> but yeah, like I think those were like some of my things. But yeah, like I, I think like just now understanding the sensitivity of sex and making sure that you're really communicating, it's super important. So then that way we don't have a oops situation. And the oops situation of like maybe he blows his load too early to like, hey, I actually didn't want to do that. So um just having the communication i think is really important but yeah i think i think those were things on my end i love how we're all mature adults who in our 30s were like you need to respect your lover with affectionate respect and then back in our 20s we were fucking assholes (laughs) (laughs) fucking see you next tuesdays Oh, you have whiskey to get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Y'all, I dated this one guy. I dated this one guy. And y'all, okay, men, I love y'all. But please watch your diet. Because if you smoke and you drink, your dick's not going to work half the time. And then he's going to be like, why why are you saying anything when it's limp as a rubber dude? It's like, it's not going in, dude. It's not going in. I don't know how you think I don't notice this. Oh, my God. He deserved it. He deserved me. I I need to be a little mean to him. I'm just imagine the music playing. And I'm just like, I'm like, you need help? He's like, oh my God, why are you talking about it? I'm like, 
okay it, like this is uncomfortable for me too and, but so it's just fucking fool hey Woo! i'm reading the room and i'm communicating i'm reading the room i'm communicating you're being a sensitive little bitch about oh god he was a bitch i shouldn't say that i'm, I'm pretty like, sure Ugh. i'm pretty sure it went different she says this she probably like hey, bro why your dick don't work that's probably what she bro, said why your dick don't work why your dick that's, don't work that's why that's why it will change why like your dick don't work don't, Sometimes it works too, too fast. You know, it, it happens. <laughs> and I don't mind. Like, that happens. Like, even I don't come every time, and I've never been shamed for it. Like, I'm not going to shame the guy, but when it's like, all it's like, if we can't talk about it, like, this seems like it's a medical issue, and then you want to shut me down, and it's like, this is my pussy you're trying to fuck. I think I have a say. Excuse, I'm getting heat. I'm getting hyped up, y'all. <laughs> Ooh. It, it, it's okay. Like, Ooh. you know, I always tell, you know, People that that happens to my family just didn't hear that. Can you complete the circle? You know, I always tell my dad's probably watching football and he's like, Why does Ashley keep yelling pussy? Pussy. What does she do with her friends on the internet? Just say that football player was being a pussy. Tom Brady's being a pussy. Yeah, dad, uh, football, football. Sorry, Cameron, I know you're trying to get a word out with what we're saying. I'm sorry. I was just saying, like, hey, man, if that happens to you, guys out there it's okay just, just remember you complete the circle of life so you're okay you <laughs> did what you're supposed to do it's okay but we notice you and might not get a call back but you complete the circle of life so go home doing that at least you, at least you did that circle of life what are you talking about no one's putting the fucking red line on it saying simba what just like <laughs> so, that just ah! like, oh, just no. like simba that's a that's intel cam talking you complete the circle of life <laughs> what does that even mean oh wait i'm a person with a life i don't well, know yeah he, you know he nutted so that's, that's circle of life. okay he did not nut anyways i could go oh well, no him. not not that guy that guy you know oh, god you don't want to talk fool. to the doctor like you know it's not the doctor it's okay you know or eat better live better walmart you know like I mean, and this and this goes for everyone, right? Like, make sure your diet's good because yeah, we can stop. tell downstairs. Yeah, we can tell. I'll put myself out there real quick. Like, I've been told when people say, "Hey, you've been drinking Starbucks again." Oh my God, <laughs> V, no. Yeah, it happens. No. I'm like, okay, that means I need to put a little bit more water during. My Do you day. taste like macchiato whipped cream? I no, mean, I just taste like the coffee. <laughs> That's amazing, girl. I'm coming over. Hold on. Keep the door unlocked. We having an experiment. <laughs> we having an experiment. Yeah, I'll watch some yaoi. Get ready for me. <laughs> diet is so important, and it doesn't even. You don't need to eat pineapples. Just drink all your water. Just drink your water. Oh shit! Uh, that I'm drink, the fucking fountain of youth here. Look at this shit. Drink, drink monsters and eat jerky, guys. Oh god. Yeah, girls love it. Like battery acid. God, I have stories for y'all. I'm not going to tell them on here because I don't need people. But um, girls love it. Just keep eating drink jerky. Water. Eating jerky and monster energy drink. You can end up like you the end up like chunkier can. the better. The chunkier the better. Yeah, you get that tall can, that 24 ounce. You're right. Chunkier. Monster you know energy. what? I'm gonna need a pause. I need a glass of wine for this. Can y'all give me five minutes? Okay. <laughs> can I? Please come back. We're actually probably going to go into the next segment, but yes. Go yes, hold on. Let me go get a glass of wine. Y'all, oh, I got stories <laughs> off camera. Oh, man. <laughs> Girl, I, I want to, I wanted to spear a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, when she comes back, we're definitely going to just have to be like, okay, nerdy things, let's talk about the new Resident Evil, call it a day, and then we'll have our post-pod conversation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, 
dare you attack me? <laughs> we're not going to say names because we're still recording, but how dare you? <laughs> oh, that's why I put it in chat. Good, good. That's why I put it in chat. No, it's funny because he follows me on Twitter and he's harmless. Yeah, I love that guy. Oh, he's like a little he hamster. Buys your, he buys your wifey a lot of things. No, that's not somebody else's wife. No, but I heard that she also gets some benefits too because she will tell her to buy things and then your homegirl. Yeah, <laughs> what did I say? Circle of life. <laughs> Bless up. Like, I don't know, man. That guy is interesting. It was fun. It was whatever. It was not the most um, preferred thing, but it was fun. That's just a weird way for us to meet, you know? Yeah, I think what was funny about that is like, going into the other hotel room meeting you and then everyone's like wait who and I'm like wait who are you guys and they're like wait you know that guy and I'm like how do you know that guy you're like oh we're here because of him like how did I just coincidentally go into another hotel room and meet all oh, yeah you friends? ended up at my you ended up at one of my parties I yeah. think I'm... well a con party or just it was a con party because we had a suite we had a suite the year I met you and you said you if you ended up coming there for drinks yeah, that was probably the consensus because that's what I was doing that year. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to get fucked up for free. <laughs> have, I have no problem getting me fucked up for free. That's fine. Okay, whores. <laughs> wow. I've never. What? What? You made Wait. me feel like less than a person. <laughs> I've never. Wait, what? I got to put my glasses on. I'm about to cry. I'm just... Why? <laughs> talk about nerdy things real quick and i think we only have time to talk about one of them but let's kind of dive into the new resident evil oh my god reviews. thank you god i've been waiting for this all fucking night mommy mommy <laughs> mommy game died at four. Oh my god so i'm excited just to have the listeners kind of give some insight on what's going on and then we can go into the like dirty things about it but resident evil village there's a release date for may 7th there's already a demo out which is called maiden for the ps5 um, it's basically a sequel to the seventh one, Biohazard, and it has the returning character Ethan Winters, his kidnapped daughter. Um, but the thing that got us all hyped up about it is apparently there's a big mommy vampire lady that just took over the whole fucking internet. <laughs> and Jesus Christ, she's like, apparently I read an article, I think on Kotaku saying that she's about eight feet tall. Oh. She's she's at the perfect height right there. She's yeah. uh, y'all can't see what I'm doing, <laughs> but I am insinuating an area of her body being in front of area of my body for easy access, and that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> right there. God knows what she eats, but I'll I'll barrel through it. You know. <laughs> so yeah. The obsession can't. is real. Like I think my favorite meme was like someone like showed a picture of her. It's like I really want her. I want her big titties. I want everything. I want uppies. And then there was a toddler next to it, like reaching up, saying, "I want uppies." And I fucking lost it. I think we all have a weird obsession and fear and respect for just big, powerful women. And boy, did they fucking tap into that. They're like, hey, let's call up a psychologist. And he was like, big titty mom. And they're like, big titty mom, vampire mom. And then we're like, oh, 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 oh I feel confused. I want to see get- you turn into a giant woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her daughters look cool, too. I'm excited to find out their story. 
Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll be like Samurai Jack, like at the end. Like she's upgrading into those the daughters. I don't know. I saw the release. I saw the people getting horny, and I'm like, go to horny jail. Y'all stop. Bonk. Bonk. Yeah. I was one of the bonk. You had to bonk. But I tell, I was just like, personally, I feel like Resident Evil hasn't been good since four. What do you think about the remake of four? Because to me, four still stands up fantastically. I don't think there needs to be a remake. One and two and three, they made sense. But four, I was very surprised about. One and two and three, I think it improved the quality of life with the controls. Two, I'm obsessed with. I love two. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 on the PS4, that remake, that was a really good game. One of my favorite games, actually. I loved it. But if they don't bring back Emo Leon for four, I'll be very upset. I love Emo Leon. With his little hair. But so like, apparently I think... the new one actually has the same style as four. So, <gasps> oh. Yeah. Because you're in a village, so that makes sense. Like yeah. goofy? Like you could suplex someone and press B and like, <laughs> like, Leon, don't look at my skirt. Yeah, you you know. stuff a child in a, in a little like box and say, just stay there. <laughs> yeah. I like how they named the president's daughter Ashley and she's super annoying. I'm like, I get why. It's fine. <laughs> Ashley's are annoying. <laughs> you know what I've gotten? And sorry to take us off topic. I've gotten Jill Valentine several times. So I'm kind of like, okay, first of all, I need to lose like 20 pounds and then get super ripped. And then I'll do a Jill Valentine cosplay. So I'll do that in about 20 years. But uh, I'll do the one from Mars Catcom too. Be like, I'm a member of the stars. And then you get the big old cannon and you that's a good one, actually. Yeah. No, but uh, I I really enjoyed seven. Um, I think it was more because I feel like each final Final Fantasy. Oh my God! Each resident, this wine kicking in too hard. <laughs> too fast. The same game. You're right. You you're, you're thinking about big people that want to step on you. Well, it's just like so. Each Resident Evil, it kind of goes between. I think four was the perfect mix of like action and scary, and I feel like the earlier games were more scary, and then two and three made it a good equal mix. But five, I think, was more action than scary. Six, I didn't even play, but seven made it more horror. And I'm, I'm just like, I just feel bad for Ethan Winters. I'm just like, you poor thing, you poor motherfucker. What the fuck did you do in your past life to get this? But uh, so I'm excited because I really enjoyed Seven because it was scarier, and I, I love it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So shut up, Cam. Shush. <laughs> You're pretty. You don't need to talk. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, maybe I'm, 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 I'm bad on this topic because I don't play video games. You play the old school ones. I can't get old school. I live three high for high. Hey, Sega Genesis. Rep, rep, rep. Sega Genesis rep right here. I love it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what did I just pick up recently? Um, Legend of Dragoon? No. Uh, it's okay. I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh, I picked up No Straight Roads. Um, let me just turn oh. off my background thing. Yeah. Goodbye, my room is disgusting so it's okay you're look fine. at this room what's it about it is a music game where you're trying to you're taking on the evil edm empire that actually sounds kind of cool it sounds like a lot of fun this is nintendo switch there we go that looks better and i picked that up recently and cam you're a man after my own heart we're both slobs it's okay every time i drink i wake up and i'm like who robbed my house and left everything oh listen you guys don't see the wiring around my computer i picked this so up <laughs> Which is oh, nice. And is I picked uh, the vinyl soundtrack for Streets of Rage 4. I collect vinyls. So. Nice. All the games that I play are like weird indie games or revamps of old series. You have good, you have good taste. Indie games are fantastic. They're great. 
Yeah, there we go. Back to my back to my Zordon chamber. I wonder if I can do the same. Rangers. Yeah. But like like I still have a lot of sealed games, like uh especially Switch and PS4. I think they're really like the last game I super got into it, at least console base. Uh, I was playing Pokemon Sword and Shield really heavy in the first few seasons. Uh, I, I was playing that competitively. Um, what else? I don't know. What do I play? Do I play video games? <laughs> I play Fantasy Star Online 2, um, Hearthstone a lot. I know we're supposed to be talking about Resident Evil. Like I'm looking over here. I think the last Resident Evil I have is either five or six. I heard five was really good. Five it was, was weird. Actually, five, I think five I played for a little bit, but I didn't have a good console, so I always played it at a friend's house, so I didn't have a chance to really catch up. I played a little bit of two, the remake of two. It's so good. Yeah, I, I'm so going to download it so that way I can actually play it. You have a modern console? I'll just send it to you. you Dang it, girl, I don't have an extra code because sometimes I get extra codes and I don't have one. If I did, I'd be like, <laughs> it, it really is my, my texting coming out, but it, it, I really loved it, but... It's scary. Like I streamed it and I thank God I had a viewer and he kind of held my hand the whole time, but I should send you clips. And after you watch it, I don't want to spoil anything, but you just see me going, ah, it, it's, but I love to, I think that's, I'm so glad they remade the games because I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to play a PS1 title that's clunky and old. Yeah. I'm just not like, I, I hate being that person. I will replay every Final Fantasy. I will replay all my favorite old games, but I'm not going to go for a new old game because I'm tired and I have other things to do. So I need you to cater to me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm such a brat, uh, but I loved it. You're, you're going to have a great time and you are more than welcome to call me and be like, Bitch, how the fuck did I get past? I'm like, we gotta go on YouTube because I blanked it all out because I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really wanted to play a title that would actually kind of freak me out for a second. Um, because it's been a while. Um, I think the last time I played something that kind of scared me a little bit was um the Silent Hill, but that's <gasps> a long time ago. And that's I'm so 4, sad. In Resident Evil 4 wasn't even that scary. It was just it wasn't. So like, what what's up? Oh, Silent Hill's getting canceled. That looks so the PT. It demo. got canceled again. I thought they brought it back, no. and then it got canceled. No, hold on, y'all. Uh -oh. Or it's on hiatus. It's one of those two. No. Because I I remember I had that PT demo on my PS4 forever. It's terrifying. Play Awaken. Play play. No, hold on. Let me actually look it up. There's a game that's a homage to uh to what's it called to PT. Um, let me find the name for you because it literally scared the shit out of me. Uh, so you'll love it. Uh, <laughs> I like that they're talking about MK Ultra in there and stuff like that. I like that's the kind of weird stuff I like. Let me see. And I don't mean to hijack. I could totally tell him after. It, sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's keep talking about Resident Evil. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I know we we kind of tangent from like, hey, let's talk about Big Titty Goth Mom to like, we don't play that game. <laughs> no, we don't do that here. We respect. <laughs> We don't talk about titty goth moms. We talk about that she's a real mom and she's a very good caretaker. <laughs> she's respectable she's trying to feed her family. Unfortunately, <laughs> she's trying to feed her family, but unfortunately it's your character. So, you know, it's okay. So, Cam, okay, sorry to spoil for a game that you'll probably never play because you have no taste, but Damn. I am interested. I am interested to see what has happened to the um, the brother character, Resident Evil 7. He escaped, and I don't know, I, and I apologize if, like, it was find out what he did if there was DLC and it wrapped up his story. Um, 
So if I'm ignorant, just, I'm so sorry, but I wonder if he'll show up in this one with Ethan Winters, you know, maybe he is someone who has been like, you got to get this guy or whatever. So I'm, I'm interested to see how his story wraps up. Like I said, there's probably DLC and I'm talking out of my ass <laughs> and I sound really ignorant, but it's like, I, I dive in and out of resident evil. So it's like, I dive in and I'm like knowledgeable. And then I dive out and then I miss key components and then I dive in and I'm just like, wait, what have I missed now? Uh, but I, I'm really excited. Uh, it, it's just uh, Resident Evil is a series I was happy to get into late, and I love it. And I'm because I think, I, I mean, four. I, I played with friends because I was too scared. But I was I was like I can't play this by myself. I'm too scared. But now I'm older, and I've you know paid taxes. I'm like I know it's scarier, so I can play without being too scared. So pay your taxes, it. kids. I know. Pay your taxes. Taxes are scary. <laughs> IRS is the worst gang. All right, guys. Uh, so it looks like we're actually going to get into the closing notes of this podcast. I just want to celebrate real quick with Megaran's first book, his first memoir, and basically his biography. So I want to give Megaran a big congratulations for getting that out there. Uh, for those who actually, let me actually go grab it so I can show you guys real quick. But... Oh, hell yeah. I got, okay, but thank you guys. I'm going to check out Megaran after this because I've probably listened to him. I just don't have like a face to the He's name. He's dope. He's a real dope. I met him a couple of times. So it's cute. It's called Dream Master. It's a memoir from the stoop to the stairs. It's available. Love on it. Amazon. I love that artwork. Yeah, it's really good artwork. Like half of his face is pretty pixelated, and the other half is pretty refined. So it looks really, really good. Um, so like I'm really proud of him for getting that out there because again, he's like world champ when it comes to record music he has the guinness world record for making the most video game music or video game inspired music um so kudos to him like he's always been like really really good person in general at conventions and like he's just overall really nice guy um, i wonder if he's ever done anything for odd world because that's who i work for so that'll be kind of like interesting <laughs> no i'm so happy with these conversations because I know a couple of nerdcore, but it's not my main. So I am, I'm, I just, I just looked him up on my phone right now. I'm like, we're going to have a fun night tonight. I've got my wine. I've got Mega Ran. We're going to make some good music. <laughs> yes. Yes. He's probably touched on our world. He's been all over the place. Like as in like, he's been everywhere. So I wouldn't be surprised. He's probably done projects that he's like, oh, right. I did that. <laughs> to be honest. Do you ever do that with your own, uh, with your own podcast? You're just like, oh yeah, we did cover this. Oh yeah. Do you ever just kind of like, whoop. I sometimes forget the things that I say. So like mm -hmm. if, when I'm, when I'm done and it's published and I'm not, and I probably listened to it once after like we talked about it, like I'll forget that I I've said a certain thing. I'm like, Ooh. Maybe I shouldn't have said that or, ooh, I forgot I said that. That was actually kind of clever. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll go, oh, that was me. Cool. <laughs> I have pockets of sanity. Sounds good. <laughs> Sorry yeah. to get off topic. Didn't, I'm trying to think. The last Oddworld game release was, uh, didn't they re-release Munch's Odyssey? No, that was 2001. Stranger's Wrath was 2005. No, I'm saying they re-released a new one. They re okay, so let me give you my spiel. Okay. So uh, we have re-released our games, uh, uh, Oddworld New and Tasty, um, Oddworld Much's Odyssey, and Stranger's Wrath on Nintendo Switch. So yeah. we have re-released on Nintendo Switch, yes. But uh, Abe's, X Abe's Odyssey, the original game, came out in 1997. Abe's um, Odyssey came out in 1998. Hopefully I'm not like off a year or so with those, but those uh, Munch's Odyssey came they out in 2001. 
I know they will. They're they're a great community, but they'll they'll come after me. Um, and then Three <laughs> came out two thousand five, and then the remake for Abe's um, Odyssey New and Tasty came out twenty fifteen. And Soulstorm is coming out spring twenty twenty one, and it is the spiritual successor to Oddworld New and Tasty. Very exciting. Nice. I played I, it. I think I, I have it. some Oddworld titles on my shelf. My hey, so if fun. you have a Switch. They're great. You know what, Cam? I could probably give you a code or two. Like, just hit oh, me. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. You're, you're a daddy. You're a daddy. I got my... Uh, <laughs> you got you to gotta spend that money on your baby. I got uh, my my all-white Nintendo Switch here. Oh, I love that. Nice. It reminds me of the PS uh, PSP. It reminds me of the silver one, the, the City of Final Fantasy version. Yep, yep. Oh, I, uh, that just popped out of me, man. I, I, I took the D-pad off so I could play Mario Kart better. So I put a D-pad so I could play Mario Kart. Uh, Fucking nerd. <laughs> Fucking He's like, nerd. I'm just going to modify this shit. Hold on. <laughs> I've seen it. some amazing modifications. I would love like to pay someone and be like, could you make this into like a Zelda or Oddworld? You know, something cool like that. That'd be really neat. Yeah, putting the plates on, putting the back plates on aren't hard too hard i'm a spoiled white girl from suburbia texas i don't do anything myself cam okay okay <laughs> i'm kidding no but probably it's probably super oh, easy i have to make fun of it i mean i have to make fun of it i have to make fun of it she's owning it it's okay she's i gotta own it. it the shit i have said oh okay can i tell y'all a funny story oh my god uh one time i was talking to a friend and he, he's also black and i love him to death and uh, I, I told him, I was joking, like me and my sister were talking about moving to Atlanta because we'd be a couple hours from our favorite beach, which is Destin. And then we'd be a couple hours from our lake house, which is Young Harris, Georgia. He's like, Ashley, that's the whitest shit you have ever said. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it pops out sometimes. <laughs> so I try to, so I have to make fun of myself because it's so fucking stupid. But listen, like you're just so hyper aware about everything. So it's fine. <laughs> I have to be like, I love my life, but I'm extremely privileged and I want everybody to have this, you know? And to be fair, we didn't buy the lake house our great aunt was super fucking smart and we got it we wouldn't have a fucking lake house like just to give some did y'all played your great aunt you say all right no no this bitch was like i love y'all i got no babies here you go and i'm like thank you aunt ev i don't even know you <laughs> but yeah, so it's she's like i'll just i'll just give this to you guys because why not now don't I, talk to me <laughs> no don't talk to me and we're like yay and she did now she so did but it's like i'm hyper aware of it i'm super aware of it and it's like of course i enjoy it but i want everybody to enjoy it. you know what i mean like i want everybody to feel this way so that's why i'm super like everybody should i don't know be in a whatever i've had wine but still <laughs> Yeah, we like, get what you yeah, mean. Everyone should be prosperous. Yeah. Everybody should be prosperous, and it shouldn't just be limited to one person because it's pretty fucking great. <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. Like everybody should have land to some extent and feel good and ha like take care of their family. I'm still trying to get my forty acres and a mule. It's okay. <laughs> I'm still trying. Technically, my family owns land in Pollard, Alabama. Really, I don't know where that is, but. Me it's but, but is near the beach because the beach is very pretty in Alabama. Is out hey, we have a farm in um a bumfuck, it's a timber farm up in bumfuck, Georgia. So hey, bumfuck cousins right here. You and me, Cam. Oh my god. Have I I don't know, Veronica, if I've ever actually told you about my dad's um ancestry and background. But um most of my dad's family is from Mali. And my that side of my dad's family or my dad family like our my ancestors were black slave traders so oh shit 
that's how we ended up with the land. That land is this is my last name, Pollard. Mm-hmm. So I was I was talking to my dad, and I, you know we were doing like the genealogy and looking back in records because fortunately, you know, not everyone has that, but I I can go back to my family records all the way back, Mayflower, on my dad's side at least. Damn. And they were slave traders, black slave traders. So that's intense. When I found that out, I was just like, well, I don't feel comfortable going to take that land because like you know, spread out from 200 years, I probably own like 2% of it, but you know, like, it's not, it's, I'm just like, it's not really worth it. Cause I feel like it's blood money. Everybody's got blood in their line though. Like I have a yeah. friend and she's the sweetest person ever, but she, her great uncle or uncle was a prominent Nazi general. And she is not that person, not that person. And she can speak German almost fluently, but she's just like, yeah, it sucks because it's just like, I don't think hate runs in the family. You know, I don't think it's just passed down to you or ignorance or stupidity. And Cameron, to be honest, like your family was just probably trying to survive or trying to figure out it. I'm not saying it was okay or not. You know, I'm not trying to say that, but like, we all got something, something. We all got something, something. And, you know, like my family has an old farm. I don't want to dig too far into that. Yeah, don't dig in in that. Don't dig in that. I don't want to dig too far in that. You don't want to know my excavate. Definitely disassociate from we don't have to have the same identities like what we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, Anyway, we do have to close this out. So um, I just want to say real quick, if you guys want to find Ashley, uh, she does have a Twitch channel. You can definitely find her on Hack Attack 25. So twitch.tv slash Hack Attack 25. And you can find me at Twitter at Ash Hacks. That's spelled A-S-H-H-A-C-K-A-S-H-A-S-H-A-C-K-S. I can enunciate. And that's where you can find me. And then you can also find Cameron on Kitukatu.com, I believe. So if you want to contact him, Cameron, go ahead and take away. Don't call me. What? Don't call me. Don't contact don't, me. Don't contact him. But you can also find him on Twitch TV uh, as Brother Kawaii. Now nah, y'all can contact me. I'm better at email though. I'm old school. If you message me on Instagram or something, like I, I'll, I'll see it eventually. He but, sounds uh, intimidating, but he's not. I swear. <laughs> I'm, <a teddy bear. laughs> uh, I'm muted. For uh, thank you for listening to Lady Blurred Sings the Blues. You can find us on Instagram as Lady Blurred's Podcast. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Pods, and our original home, SoundCloud. For any questions and suggestions about the show, you can email us at don'tcastndrive, spelled as don'tcast with an N, drive. Don't spell it like and, you're not going to contact me. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.